Am I getting any closer to the thing that I said that I wanted? Am I feeling the things that I said I wanted to feel? And usually we're just moving so fast. We're not paying attention to us. We're yeah. like creating these stories and we're living in the stories and we're not, we're not present. We're not, we're not listening. Hey, you're listening to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast, where I firmly believe that your wildest dreams are 100% possible. My name is Teresa, and I'm obsessed with goal setting for results, using systems to make it easier, mastering neuroscience to transform your life, and helping you to figure out how to get your life to work for you. So I'm a city chick who started an online business with two kids under two years old. And yes, I know I was crazy. (laughs) And I created $4,000 in less than 14 days. But that, my friend, was just the beginning. Since then, I've been able to multiply that by helping people just like you to create an impact in the world while living their purpose. And here, I teach you proven strategies and best kept secrets to building a life that is aligned with your vision and helping you to blaze a trail to your unique destiny. Miss an opportunity to keep it real? (laughs) Never. Success and failure mixed with a lot of business plus audacious goal setting while trying to figure out motherhood and purpose are all a few things that we talk about here. So how about you think about this as your one-stop shop, the place that you go to, to spend time with your inner circle and to be around like-minded, ambitious trailblazers who are committed to living a life full of purpose and impact no matter what. Grab your favorite notebook, pour a glass of your favorite bottle of Moscato, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and moved to action. This is where you come to listen, learn, change, and grow. Let's dive in. Wouldn't it be funny if I hit leave meeting? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) So welcome back to the How to Turn Your Goals into Reality podcast. I am here with someone that you are going to love. Like she is so funny. When you, when you finish listening to this episode and you check out her Instagram, you're going to see exactly why we brought her onto the podcast. So before we jump in, you got to tell us like, what do you do? What, like, I'll, I'll share your name and all of that, but what do you do? And like, where do you get this awesome sauce from? Like this powerfulness, like where, where does all of this come from? And by the way, guys, I'm talking to Christina. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> hi guys my name is Christine Ajasafi and I help people basically manifest whatever they want which sounds yeah. really vast and it can be but it's yeah. really exciting to me and I primarily work with dreamers right like the kind of I women who have maybe been you know stuck in the same place in their life for years dreaming about what could be and what mm. they could be but too afraid to take the next step And when you said, where do I get my awesome source from? It's Mm. because that was me. I was Mm. like stuck, like in a life that didn't feel like mine for years. I was, I had an eating disorder for 12 years and that was just my way of hiding from the world and hiding Mm. from who I could be, hiding from who I could help. And it was through walking through that, that I just was like, 
the more every day that passes, I just allow myself to be more and more me. And it just has more and more of a magical effect. And if I was going to tell you basically how I help people manifest whatever they want is I just show them how to be more themselves. I allow them to be more themselves. And that is really the secret to manifesting your best life. I love it. I love it. So break that down for us. What does it look like? Because, you know, you hear like there's power in being authentic and like, you know, live your best life and all that kind of stuff. But what does that mean? How do you be authentic in yourself? Can I just say I freaking love that question? Because (laughs) I think about that a lot in my content, too. Like I talk about being who you actually are. And I I often think I don't actually really talk about what that means. Mm -hmm. And if someone had said that to me. Three years ago, maybe even two years ago, I would have been like, I don't know what that means. Yeah. And it's really a process of deconditioning, right? Mm. Forgetting and unlearning all of the things that you've taught about who you need to be in order to be loved and in order to be accepted. And forgetting everything you've ever been told about what it means to be successful and what that looks like and who you have to be. Most of us are projecting some sort of mask of who we think we need to be. I remember as a child, I would do things sometimes. And if it personally irritated my mother, she would say, if you do things like that, people aren't going to like you. Mm. So I would store that in the back of my mind as in, okay, don't do that. Do Mm. something else so that people will love and accept you. Right. Or even as we got onto this call, right, I told you I was feeling a little bit low energy. And a couple of years ago, I would have tried to put on this like really big energy so that I could, you know, so you'd like me and think I was cool. And like, yeah, Yeah. the right person to be on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And instead, I just allowed the energy of what was really there to be there. And I told you, you know, I want you to know that I'm really excited to be here. I'm just feeling low energy today. And so really being yourself is being present with what's actually going on in your body. And most of us, because I I teach manifestation from the point of view of embodiment, which is everything. Mm. And most of us aren't actually aware of what's going on in our body because we're so busy outsourcing our emotions and how we feel and what happens next to the people around us, right? I remember people tell me that I'm really good at reading people and Mm. that comes from trauma, Right. Because I would read you to see if I was going to be okay. And I I'm very good at making people feel safe again from trauma because I'm like, if if I can make you feel good and feel fine, then I know I will be fine. Right. Because everything came from other people. I wasn't even aware of what was going on in my body. And the most dangerous thing about that is that most of us really want to live a life of joy. We have all of these goals and things that we want to do. But when we're not in our body the things that we think we want won't actually feel the way we think they will feel when we get them because we're not present in our body and what's actually going on in our body, how we actually feel about things, who we actually are. Mm. So that's what I mean by being who you are. Man, you just touched on so many key principles (laughs) as you were talking. And I'm like, let's dive into that. Let's dive into that. Let's dive into that. Like, oh, those are so, so deep. Like the layers that you just touched on. What I want to kind of dive into more is this idea of embodying the thing that you're feeling and being honest about it, honoring that, and then how we use that to manifest and even like, what is manifestation? Because, you know, we read the books and we hear the phrase and all of this, but what does manifestation even mean? 
Mm, I love that. Okay, so let's talk about what manifestation actually means. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's bringing what's in our soul or what's in our thoughts, what's like not in our 3D reality into our 3D reality. So, you know, uh, for example, I have this lip balm right in front of me, right? It's solid. It's right here. You can see it. You can even hear me, hear it when I'm tapping it. Yeah. But this was created in someone's mind first, right? They brought it from their mind into 3D reality. And that's essentially what manifesting is, right? Yeah. And when I say that I help people manifest whatever they want, some people will hear that and say, great, help me manifest $10 million. Right. (laughs) And that's very possible. Yeah. And the way I actually help people manifest is that they start manifesting from their soul. Right. One of my mentors, Makozi, she's called the Royal Shaman. She talks about the people who we come here to be, they have never been seen before. So the path that we are creating here in life has never been created before. Therefore, there's not like a checklist or a way to do it. The only way for you to illuminate the path in front of you in order to live the life that is for you is to become more of who you are. And that's how I help people manifest by becoming more of who they are and they become more in tune with what they actually want. If you'd asked me five years ago what I want, I would have said something completely different to what I would say now, because then what I wanted came from if I have these things, more people will like me. I will be more popular. I will be safer. And that's what I wanted. That's what I thought I wanted. Right. That was like when I was in bodybuilding and I thought I wanted a particular body. I thought I wanted to be a professional bodybuilder, but that was all about acceptance and safety and comfort. It wasn't really about what me, Christine, my soul really came here for. Mm. You asked me something else. I don't remember what the other part of the question was. (laughs) It was the embodying and and becoming the thing in order to get the results. Talk to us about that. Yes. So that is essentially, that's the process that I'm talking about. Like yeah. you, we've all, um, we've all experienced being around someone who is projecting something that doesn't quite fit where you're just like, uh, yeah. something odd, odd. Right. it's not right. fitting because they're projecting an image of what they think that thing means. And that's what you see people do with confidence, right? We have this Mm. projection of what confidence is. So people are like, hey guys, I'm like big and confident. And this is what I've been taught (laughs) is confidence. And it's not real. It's a projection of what we saw on TV. And we're like, oh, that's what confidence means. But when the energy isn't really connected, right? It's like we move. There's there's an energy that you move with and that energy speaks before you do, right? It walks into the room before you do. You feel it before anything anyone says. And that's what opens doors for you. That's what attracts things to you. That's what aligns people to you. Yeah. So yeah. when you're projecting something that isn't really fully embodied, you get the results of what the energy is underneath what mm. you're projecting. You know, it's like if I say to you, hey, T, who's the happiest person, you know, the person that comes to your mind is likely someone who embodies happiness. That's right. why they come to your mind when you think right. about a happy person. Yeah. Oh, that's so real. So real. And that's why this whole idea of like, fake it till you make it and like, pretend like it's already yours and that kind of thing doesn't work because it's not really coming from within. It's not you. It's not authentic. It's not your soul. You know, it's it's honestly some of the worst advice. And I, I hesitate saying that 
<laughs> but it's like if fake it till you make it worked, then we would all be successful because we right. are all to a point faking it until we right. know better. Right, 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 right. Oh, I love that. We fake it until we know better. What is what? What do you think is the thing that we don't know that causes us to? Because some people live their whole life faking it and trying to create it, and you know, trying to get the result and just faking the whole thing. But what what don't they know that's causing them to stay in that cycle? I think that that's a really great question, and I think that so many of us don't actually take stock. We're so busy moving. Like when I start with new clients, like yeah. I, I talk to them about what they want. And they'll, they might every day, there'll be like a new thing. I want this and I want this. And oh my gosh, I started this. And they're moving so fast that Mm. they're not receiving. Right, right. So they're not taking stock of what's going on in their life. So for example, I was a bodybuilder for about eight years. I was bulimic for like more than 12 years. And in that time, I never stopped. It took me almost 13 years for me to stop stop for a second Mm -hmm. and say, is this working for me? Mm. I said, I want this. Do I have this? Do I feel this? Am I getting any closer to the thing that I said that I wanted? Am I feeling the things that I said I wanted to feel? And usually we're just moving so fast. We're not paying attention to us. We're like creating these stories and we're living in the stories and we're not, we're not present. We're not, we're not listening. Mm. Um, And that makes it really hard for us to see that what we're doing is not working. And when we're looking at the person next to us and we're like, okay, they're doing all of this and they have this thing that I think I want. Hey, go-getter, it's me, T. And I just wanted to jump in and remind you of something that you probably have not thought of today. So instead of our normal commercials inviting you to grab something that would be really helpful for you, I decided to be the one to remind you of this. You ready? You are loved. You really are. And this is something that most people walk around completely ignorant to. And so I want to remind you that you're special, you're loved, you're incredibly gifted, and you were designed to succeed at the goals that you have. So don't limit yourself to your current experience or to your current circumstances because you are bigger than those things. And within you is everything you need to accomplish the things that you desire. All right, let's get back to this episode. And we're like, okay, they're doing all of this and they have this thing that I think I want. Mm -hmm. We keep thinking, oh, I just do more of this thing that isn't working and then I'll get that. Mm. It's just like, we don't take enough time to be still and pay attention to what's going on inside of us. We don't pay enough attention. It's like, it's kind of this contradictory thing. We're at the same time, completely self-obsessed, but also not paying enough attention to ourselves. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) That's real. That is real. And I love how you just took that moment just to breathe like that moment. Like that was like, if we just did that and just like calm the crazy thoughts in our mind and just like paid attention to how we feel really and truly, that would exactly what you're talking about. That would bring the clarity 
that would help us to understand our desires, ourselves, to just become more aligned with who we really are and what we really want. Mm, That's powerful. And as you say that, I think that part of the challenge for us is that we are... we're so unconscious and we're basically just like tripping on a bag of triggers every day. And you know, when you get triggered, you don't, you don't see things as they are. You don't hear things as they are. And you're just not like, you want to project this adult version of yourself, but you're really back to that child again. So you're not really seeing things or hearing things as they are. So it makes it really difficult to move forward from there. Like I had a conversation, I was having a conversation with my partner last night And one of a a real sensitive trigger for me is I have this abandonment wound and it's so sensitive. And Mm -hmm. I, over the last few years, I've avoided it by staying out of serious relationships, not intentionally, but I was avoiding that wound being triggered. And it was so easy for me to come from this place of enlightenment. Like I'd see, I'd look down my nose at other people in relationships and I'd be like, (laughs) I'd never do that because I wasn't putting myself in those situations. So it was really easy for me to say, (laughs) I've healed all of that because I was avoiding the situation and then you know having this conversation with my partner I tripped over this abandonment wound and all I could hear everything he was saying to me all I could hear is he's abandoning me he's leaving me you're going to be left Mm. on your own and I couldn't hear anything else and had I not have spent some like done some of the the work I hesitate to say work like some of the experience that I've had I would have led from that place Mm. And instead, all I did is I just cried and said, I don't understand what you're saying to me. All I can hear is you're going to leave me and you're abandoning me. And I don't, I don't, I can't, I don't understand any of this. Like he was trying to have an adult conversation with me, but my adult had already left and it was just my child. And she didn't understand what he was saying. And bringing that to him, that allowed him, oh, I need to re- like I need to reevaluate what I'm saying. And instead, like he called me and he just really spoke very clear elementary words to me so he could hear so I could hear I love you I'm here for you I'm not going anywhere yeah but we don't we don't um we we don't really know how to navigate our triggers and we tend to just point fingers and blame other people for our triggers so of course it makes it really hard to to move forward and we end up just staying stuck in the same place over and over and over again it's just this hamster wheel yeah, yeah, exactly. And even as you brought up the um, abandonment, like wound that you had, I can relate to that because I grew up fatherless one. My mom died when I was 15. And so all I knew was like, hey, I'm an orphan. I don't I don't belong to anybody. I don't know my family origin. Like who's going to tell me my story for me to feel like I know myself. Right. And so I get that. I get that. And it's something that I've healed and done work, quote unquote, work on. But <laughs> it's it's still something that I'm aware of and that I'm very intentional about not choosing not to put on that frame, those glasses yeah. and to see the world as. I'm abandoned and I'm alone and I got to figure it out by myself and all this. But you mentioned being vulnerable with your partner and sharing with him. Like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, this is what I'm hearing. (laughs) How did you get to that place? Because for me, when it came up, I was like stone cold. I got it. I'm doing it myself. Like, forget (laughs) you. Right. So I've I've been there. I've been there. That's such a good question. And I, I ask for support. I ask for guidance from my ancestors, from my spirit squad. And I just continually do my best to, to, to learn from what comes up for me. And him and I have had a couple of bumpy conversations and 
And the thing is, you know, when you talk about the stone, I'm like that too. I shut down <laughs> and I, what happens is in our relationship, when I shut down, I move into coach mode instead and I start mm. coaching him. And he told me a few days ago that he told me how he feels understood in a conversation. Um, and that really allowed me to see how I was moving into the coaching mode. And I, 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 I don't know. I think I just was like, I'm just going to tell him what's here, what's present for me. Right. It's part of, again, allowing yourself to be who you are. And we have this like fear that like, we're all a little bit crazy and we are a little bit crazy because really crazy is anything different from the norm. And what's normal is yeah. what we project to be normal. Right. So come we on, hide all on. of this stuff behind the screen. Right. Yeah. And so of course we feel crazy. And I just had to trust that over the last few years, I've let people see more and more and more of me. Right. Mm. And the community I built up, the friendships and the love, I like it's some of the most powerful stuff I've experienced. And I had mm. to trust that, my people and my person, no matter what, when I show them who they are, they're not going to run. Yeah. Like they're going to see me for me. And I just was like, I just have to, to tell him what, what's there. I didn't, I, in the moment, I didn't really know what else to do. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe I, I like to think, and maybe you have this too, especially like when we talk about the abandonment, abandonment moon, I like to think I can handle everything myself. I do everything <laughs> myself. I don't like to ask for help. You know, like I got this. <laughs> right, I even right. feel like a little bit defensive when people try and tell me what to do because I'm like, no, 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 mm. I can figure this out. I'm yeah. really smart and I can figure this out. Yeah. I actually had a conversation with James Wedmore uh, about mm. a week ago where yeah. this thing came up for me and he walked me through a really big, deep emotion. And he, the thing that left me, that he left me with is like, it's okay to ask for help. Mm. Okay to ask for help. And in that moment, I, I I was like, I don't, I can't do this by myself. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell him what's present for me and go from there. I didn't know how he was going to handle it. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I'm so grateful. And my partner is not like a super spiritual person. He's not in the coaching world or anything like that. Yeah. And I remember before I met him, I wanted to be like, I want my boyfriend to be like the Lewis Howells of the internet. <laughs> Like the complete opposite. And I said to him, cocky, the other day I said to him, you know, because I was telling him about his feelings, right? And I'm like, babe, what you need to understand is that I've been doing this work. I know about feelings, okay? Oh, man, yeah. You sound like me, honestly. When you share this, you sound like me and my husband. And I don't say it like this to him, but I'm thinking it. This is the energy. This is the vibe he's getting. And he says to me all the time, like, just just be my wife I don't need a coach you know what I mean (laughs) it's so funny because the way he met me in my trigger is deeper than anywhere I've ever met him in his emotions so needed I like try and coach him through things and he didn't do that he just it was like almost like he just spoke to the child in me and Mm. told me what I needed to hear in the moment and I was like, wow, like I've been so cocky, like, like stick with yeah. me, kid. You'll learn a thing or two. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. Exactly. That's powerful. It, everything that you're sharing, it sounds like it all comes back to living from the place of, of authenticity and being who you are, because even in being vulnerable and, and receiving 
what you need from other people, James Wedmore, your partner and your community. It all comes from being open and honest and saying, Hey, do I need this from this person right now? Like I'm, am I safe to accept it? And you know what I mean? Like just being yes. honest with yourself yes. and yes. Oh, it's so free. Yeah, it's, exactly. it sounds like, yes. like, yes. like, like this yes. doesn't want this. And freedom is like my number one value. That's the yeah. thing that's most important to me. And it really is freeing. And to yeah. just surrender and say, like, maybe I don't have to try and control everything. Like, maybe Come I can, on. Like, yeah, it was, it really is. It's so freeing in, in so many ways. And I I see people just like try so hard. And I just yeah. want to be like, yeah. you don't have to try so hard. Mm. Oh my gosh. I just want to like snap. You know when you go to those poetry clubs <laughs> and they give a good word? <laughs> so good. So good. Oh my gosh. All of this, like I've been doing this personal development class where it's like all this kind of stuff where you embody the characteristic and you like, let's say for example, I'm working on uh, the, the character or the value being responsible. And so I, instead of saying I am responsible or like trying to, you know, affirm myself in it, I do the affirmations, but I also practice it. I close my eyes. I envision what does it look like for me to be responsible today? How, how do I show up responsibly when I'm working with my clients, when I'm completing this project, when I'm talking to my team, when I'm working with my kids, like, what does it look like? And then I'm able to open my eyes and practice that to the best of my ability. Like you said earlier, when you were being vulnerable with your partner, you did it to the best of your ability. You didn't know what would happen or how things would turn right. out, but just to the best of my ability, I can embody this thing. What you just said was so, so powerful. And it's very similar to how I teach my clients to really embody affirmations. Because we live in a world where it's just like, everyone's just like, you know, they have these cameras on and they're like in the mirror, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful, I'm beautiful. Yeah. I'm like, that's not the way that you embody affirmations, right? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. It's like more like right. the faking it till you make it. And it's like, exactly. yeah, you believe that until your child get until you like, trip over a trigger and then you're back to your five-year-old you and you're just like wait what was I affirming uh, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> it's true it's true so how do we use affirmations in a way that that actually causes transformation to happen in our life or like the manifestation to come about I love this question and I actually am currently working on a lead magnet to have to show people how to embody your affirmations and it. short story is we you want to start with what's present with you music and movement is so powerful mm. and we know this because I don't know if you ever feel like this tea but sometimes I'm in a crappy mood and I want to be in a crappy mood and yeah. I know that if I put some music on and I move I won't be in a crappy mood anymore but right. I want to be in a crappy mood so I resist the music right I'm like no I'm just gonna stay yeah, just be real. But like it's movement and music that was really powerful. So I yeah. teach my clients to put on some music. I have a particular list as well. And first be present instead of trying to change yourself, be mm. present with what actually is. Right. I was going through something a few weeks ago and I was furiously coaching myself in the moment. Like, I don't know if you oh, do that yeah. to yourself, too. And finally, like my human was just like, will you leave me alone and just let me feel mm. my feelings for a moment? Mm. And I was like, oh, gosh, well, I'm sorry. You know, mm. so it's like be with what's present in you first. Move with what's present in you first mm. and then be present to what would this feel like in my body 
Because that's key. Yeah. Because everything feels different for different people. What does it feel like in my body to be confident, for example? What does that energy feel like? And you give yourself time to feel it and move it and play with it. What would I move? How would I move if I was confident? And a really important thing as well is that it's fine to say I am. You can say that too. But also something that's important to remember is that most of the stories that we have internalized about ourselves came from you. When our parents said, you're naughty, you're bad, or people said, you're weird, you're too loud, you're this, you're that. So when we're saying I, most of us as humans, we don't trust ourselves. So it's like I, and the part of you is like, oh, okay, sure you are. Right. You want to say you right? It helps bypass that critical faculty just a bit. Mm. You, you're speaking to you. It's a different voice. You, you're so beautiful. You're so confident. You speak you. And then you feel that. What does that feel like in my body? And you start to learn what the energy of confidence feels like. So then when you've turned off the music, when you've left your house, you remember what it feels like. You know, I walk down in the grocery store in Crocs and sweats and a messy top looking (laughs) like someone's football mom or something. But I know what the energy of confidence feels like. Right, right, right. It doesn't bother me. And I move with that energy. And I've moved with that energy so much that I know what it feels like. Mm. You know, when I was in London, that's where my partner is. He said to me one day, we, everyone knows that you don't belong here because you move differently. Mm. And it doesn't mean that I'm better or anything than anyone else, but I've learned to use the energy in my body. Mm. It's my energy. I claimed who I am. And this is how you claim who you are by being present with what's, what's present in your body. And then what does it feel like in my body when I'm this energy, when I'm that energy? It's like what you said before, when you said, what would it look like to be responsible in my business today? You weren't like, what does it look like to be responsible? You made it about you. Yeah. And that's, that's really where it starts. And this is part of where we start to get to know ourselves even more. Mm. And then that opens up more and more and more. And it's kind of, I don't really want to say woo-woo because I feel like sometimes when I say woo-woo, it's um, minimizing what I have to share. Right. And it's the part of me that's so used to people saying, okay, you hippie or you're weird. Right, right, but right. these are the things that are effective. Exactly. And one thing that I would really advise if I was to give advice is that we as humans, we tend to think we know, right? We listen to things and we say, that's not going to work or that's stupid. And what I would remind you is that if you knew what worked, you would already be where you want to be. You better say that again, for real, (laughs) for real. And that's something that we don't like looking at. We think that we know because we heard it and we read it and we saw it, heard the podcast, saw it on YouTube. Like we know the information, but if you really knew your life would have the result. It would be exactly. different. Exactly. That is powerful. I, I was listening to um to someone talk the other day, a couple of weeks ago, and they said that the purpose of learning is mastery. It's not just to collect a bunch of data, but it's literally to develop skills from the information you just gathered. Right. I love that. Oh, oh my it's like, God. What are, you, what, are you, what are you doing with, uh, with what you're learning? I guess another way would be like, how are you integrating what you yeah, know? Exactly. How's exactly. what you know showing up in your life? Yeah. Yeah. 
God, God, God. See, you guys see why I brought her on the podcast? And I'm going to make sure that we have the link to the um, affirmation freebie yes, that she, the she mentioned affirmations, in the episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to include that in the show notes for you. <laughs> and where can we follow you? So the best place to keep up with me would be Instagram. My handle is Christine Ajisafi, which is A-J-I-S-A-F-E. I'm sure you'll have it in the show notes. I could have spelled it out with like the alpha. Is that what you call it? The alpha, whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) alphanetics. But I I never use the real one. I just say A for apple, J for jelly, I for igloo. And people are like, I don't think that's actually it. I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. You get it, right? Exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. This was so awesome. Thank you so much for just like sharing yourself with us, like genuinely in truth, like really sharing yourself with us. This was an awesome conversation. Thank you. And thank you for being an easy person for me to share myself <laughs> with, right? It's a, it was a two-way conversation and it was, I like reflecting your energy back to you. We just have, we had like a great, um, we have great chemistry. It was yeah. really great talking to you. Just, but it actually just feels like we're having a conversation and we're finding it out does. similarities between it. Just like, oh yeah, yeah that's. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. So that is it for today's episode. Again, all of the information that we mentioned in in this episode is going to be linked in the show notes. Her Instagram, the freebie, and um, I love you and I mean it. I'll see you next week. Ta ta.